Rockstar in the house. So, change of plans. Originally, I was going to drop a new full-length interview today for your listening pleasure, but then two things conspired to change my mind. First of all, I realized that people are wicked freaking busy right now. They have too many dang things going on to focus on someone's story for upwards of an hour, even if that woman is the coolest, most inspiring guide ever. And second, I didn't realize the floodgates I'd open when I asked my past pod guide guests to check back in with me. I've had so many awesome quickie calls that I am going to fill your ears right up until the holidays with all kinds of updates and stoke. Woohoo! Today we're bringing back the legend, that's right, the 2022 Legendary Main Guide Award winner, Polly Mahoney of Mahusik Guide Service in New Remain. Polly and her partner Kevin guide single and multi-day dog sledding trips in the winter and canoe trips in the summer. Many of their paddling adventures are co-led by Penobscot Guides. They make their own wood canvas canoes and paddles. They practice and teach canoe poling. They are really second to none when it comes to crafting a memorable outdoor experience. And they haven't even built a trip experience around their motorless ATV preseason dog training. You'll know what I'm talking about soon enough. Just imagine how bonkers that would be. Anyway, not only has Polly come back to fill us in on her upcoming offerings, she's also on the lookout for an additional intern for the winter season. So if you love the outdoors and love dogs, this is the most amazing opportunity you will ever have to get some incredible hands-on experience with the best in the main guide business. So get over to mahusik.com and hit Polly up for more information about a tour or a tour of duty. And now let's hear from the living legend herself, Polly Mahoney. All right. Well, I'm Polly Mahoney, and my partner Kevin and I run Mahusik Guide Service in Newry, which is in the Western Mountains of Maine. And we started our business back in 1990, and we guide dog sledding trips in the winter and canoe trips in the summer. Right now, we are. It's early December. We're gearing up for winter. Um, training the dogs. There, I'm running them with an ATV with no motor, but I have brakes and steering. Getting them in shape, waiting for snow to come and for ice to form on the lake, so we can start doing our um, dog sledding trips. We're taking lots of bookings um, for the winter and hoping that it does come soon. And uh, right now we have 21 sled dogs and actually half of them are retired now. So um, there's about uh, 11 dogs in harness at the moment. So I'm just taking out small groups of two to four people at a time. Uh, We used to run, have 45 to 50 dogs. So we're downsized quite a bit, but we're also looking for uh, an apprentice for the winter. We have one woman coming in January, but it's a great opportunity for anyone that wants to learn about dog sledding. Um, We do traditional style of winter camping. Um, We stay in canvas wall tents with wood stoves and balsam fir bow floors. They're really comfortable. So it's a great opportunity for someone wants to increase their winter skills and learn about dogs. Um, We also have a lodge here. So we put up our guests before and after our trips. So there's a lot of, you know, the hospitality, but we meet really neat people. You know, they're all on holiday, having a great time. So I've met so many wonderful people over the years and 
Actually, a lot of our clients are repeat. They come back, um, come in the, you know, on a shorter trip than a longer one, or they come in the summer and then the winter or vice versa. A lot of our clients actually become our friends. Some of them end up working with us over the years. So in the summer, we do canoeing trips. Um, once again, we're very traditional. We make our own uh, wood canvas canoes and paddles. I do a lot of polling where you stand up in the canoe to navigate shallow water. We also um, work with Native people. We've been working with Cree and Inuit for many years, and now we're working with the Penobscot here in Maine. So some of our trips are um, cultural trips as well as canoeing. Um, we also employ some Native guides, which we really enjoy working with. That's a very unique experience, um, and we feel really good that we're involved with that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Tell us a little bit more. Um, are these all multi-day trips? Do you have um, single-day trips either in the winter or the summer that you do as well? Yeah. Give us a little more yeah, detail on point. that. Yeah. Um, for the dog sledding trips, they're um, day trips that start at nine, end at four. We're mushing for probably an hour and a half in the morning. We stop midday, make a campfire and serve a hot lunch out on the trail um, and then mush that same distance back. Um, but the whole day involves, you know, meeting the dogs. We have boots and parkas and things you can borrow if you need them to so you, that you'll be warm for the day. And then our overnight trips are two to three days in length. And we have a lot of winter gear that we can lend out to people because it may be the only time they ever do it so they don't have to buy a lot. And then in the summer, most of our trips are five to seven days in length. I mean, we do once in a while, we do a canoeing day trip or a weekend, but usually they're longer. And we also provide a detailed clothing list of what to bring, but we have um, sleeping bags and tents and all the gear that you need for canoeing. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. They do look so fun. And sometimes you bring dogs along on the canoe trips. Yes. I always bring a dog. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which yeah, is one of the fun. huskies. Yeah, yeah, they love riding along in the canoe. And I make them a little bow bed down on the floor of the canoe so they feel really at home oh, <laughs> laying <awesome>. there. <laughs> and they make for a great photo op too. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. So this all sounds amazing. If people would like to find out more information about the different things that are offered, where do you like to send them? To the website or why don't you give us that? Yes. Yeah, we um, have a website with a lot of information on it, and it's uh, Mahusik Guide Service. You spell it M-A-H-O-O-S-U-C. So it's mahusik.com. And we also have a Facebook page and Instagram. So I try to keep that updated, but sometimes it goes a little bit of time in between postings. But anyway, our website's very up-to-date and uh, we have gift certificates. Um, right now, people have been buying some Christmas gifts for even next summer. It is a nice gift to give. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's cool. And th that just speaks to what an OG you are, that you actually have a mahusik.com like URL. That was, uh, that's pretty, yes. that's pretty, pretty, yeah, uh, pretty back in the good old day, early days of the internet. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now let's switch gears and 
I was thrilled to hear that you, Polly, were uh, awarded the Legendary Main Guide Award this past year. Tell me a little bit about that. And did like, did you know it was going to happen? Or, you know, how does this whole thing go down? I'm curious, because you are only the second woman in the history of that award who's ever received it, which is a little bit of a travesty, given that the first registered main guy was a female. So what the hell has been going on since then? (laughs) But um, tell me a little bit more about that whole thing and, you know, maybe what it meant to you. Right. Well, I, I have heard of it before because I know a couple people that have been awarded this legendary main guide award. And I always have held them in high regard and like, wow, what an honor to get that. And then I had a friend that asked me, a year ago in December, if she wanted to nominate me for the award. And I'm like, ah, sure, you can nominate me. I don't think I'm going to get it, but you can nominate me. And she goes, oh, I think you're going to, you have a very good chance of getting it. I'm like, I doubt it, but sure, go ahead if you want to. <laughs> and so she did nominate me and um, I did get it. And I, but it was a surprise. So um, there's a two, Game wardens, two main guys, the person who got it the year before, and two people that work for IF&W that vote on all the nominees to see who would get it. So this year I get to help um, vote on the next person. And so, yes, they chose me and I didn't know, but they did tell my partner, Kevin, that I was getting it. So it was this big surprise and um, it was awarded to me on April 9th. And I found out April 8th (laughs) by mistake um, through an email. But anyway, I was awarded it up in Bangor at the professional main guides associations um, annual meeting and banquet. And the governor was there and the commissioner, Judy Camuso awarded it to me. It was a big deal. Um, so yeah. yeah, I got up, made a speech. And so it's one person is awarded this a year and only one person. So, you know, once you've gotten it, you know, so I'll be the 2022 legendary main guide forever. And now people are nominating for next year. So now I'm curious because, you know, this is a recurring theme on this, on all of the interviews I do. Why did you not think you would get Elected. I mean, you've been a guide for the longest time. You and Kevin both do so many different things so amazingly well. And you're so well respected in the industry. Like, why? Why did you think you wouldn't get elected? Oh, well, I don't know, because I know other people that I think are very worthy of it as well, I guess. And I don't know, I just I mean, I'm glad I got it. I'm I'm proud of it for sure. But I just, there's other people that I guess are older than me that have been guiding even longer than me. And I thought maybe they would be as worthy or more worthy. But, you know, as you mentioned, I should just um, not think that way. Anyway, I did. You can, well, you, yeah, <laughs> I don't you, know. you can get people to, you can encourage people to nominate them, you know, this year and <laughs> really? then. You can vote for somebody that you like, and I won't tell Judy yeah. that. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we can do, you can do a little backdoor deal. Yeah. No, that's. Uh, yeah. I just find it. I just find it interesting because I think yeah. you know, not without exclusion, but I think a lot of male guides are probably sitting there like, 
why didn't I get that? I totally should have gotten that, you know, versus your opinion of like, I got nominated and I got voted in. And uh, I don't know. I I don't know. (laughs) Too humble. Too humble. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, anyway, I think, but like, let, let's go a little, just a little bit further on this. I would love for you to talk a little bit about why you think it's important that you got um, this award. Well, I think it's really good for women to get it because there are women guides out there. And some of the reasons why I do feel like it, I was worthy or am worthy of getting it. I mean, this is the only way I make a living and I'm into my 33rd year. I mean, this is it. I'm not, I don't have another job. So a lot of our guides that we hire to work with us have other full-time jobs. So they just like working a weekend here or there to help us or a trip here and there. But this is the only way I make a living. And I'm also a big believer in apprenticeships. So I've worked with tons of young people over the years. And I really think that's the best way to learn is to shadow and more experienced guide. I know there's a lot of guide schools um, and that's fine, but my style is if you could find an older guide that would let you work with them. I mean, that's like hands-on. That's like the way to do it to, in my opinion. So I have had many apprentices over the years and, you know, help them go on to get their guides licenses or start their own businesses. And that makes me feel really good. Um, and all the work we've done with the Wabanaki here in Maine and helping them get their licenses and start their own trips, that feels really good to me that both Kevin and I have been part of that. And then mentoring, we used to do a junior Maine guide program for many years. And, you know, I do some volunteering teaching at the Maine Canoe Symposium and the 4-H camp and some of these you know, it's almost like community service. Uh, we used to present at the Snowwalkers Rendezvous over in Vermont every year. So a lot of these things have been volunteer. So that's also contributing to the outdoor field and guiding. Yeah, absolutely. So has Kevin won the award? No, but this is <sighs> the thing. Kevin should be getting it. You know, he's he's guided longer than I have. And you know, he makes the canoes and the dog sleds. I mean, he has a lot of skills, but the woman that um, nominated me, she just felt like, as you're saying, it's we need to have women getting this award. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been so many older white men that have been getting it and it's time for diversity. It's time for women to be recognized. Um, so that's why she's like, I'm nominating you. She realized she goes on trips. She's been on trips with Kevin. So she knows how skilled he is. And, but she was just looking for that diversity and wanting to honor me. So yeah, I really thank her for that is really nice. Yeah. Doesn't mean Kevin's not a legendary man guy. He's, not, yes. he's just not the legendary man guy like yeah. you are. <laughs> well, yeah. You should not, just keep reminding him of that because I'm sure he'll get it soon. And then, yeah. you know, but until then, you should be the queen bee. <laughs> yeah, right. 